Do you want me to get more coffee? Okay, you okay. get some more coffee, that's fine. Okay, thank you. I of course am Mary B's number five son. I have four older brothers, Jim, John, Joe, Jerry. Noise you've heard at the beginning, that's my coffee maker, Rhonda. When I need a cup of coffee, I always say, of course, help me, Rhonda. When I need an emergency cup of coffee, I then say, Help me, Rhonda. Help, help me, Rhonda. Thank you, Rhonda, for another great cup of coffee to start the morning off. Welcome again to Coffee Break with Mary B's Fifth Son. I am Jeff. All right, let's get rolling with this week's episode number 115, season three, episode 35. Yikes. 35. That would be my favorite Nebraska player ever. Jeff Kinney is the reason why. I fell in love with Nebraska, especially Nebraska football. Hopefully they have a good year. So if you pray, pray for Nebraska football, please. And today we're recording on Friday, July 21st. And it's a sad day in music. Actually, all the way around, Tony Bennett passed away. Wow, 96, I think it said. And we went to see him at Ravinia with Lady Gaga, I don't know, maybe five years ago, somewhere in there. But he was really good. You know, Lady, him and Lady Gaga, they made a great pair, great duet, just a great singer. He'd been going to Ravinia, hit Ravinia since 1972, I think, or 73. Yeah, I think he finally stopped, maybe with COVID stopped him about three years ago. Tony Bennett, rest in peace. And then, producer, help me out with this one, Jane Birkin? Birkin. And what? who was that? Was she like the fifth Beatle? Who was she? No, she was an English citizen who moved to France and was like an actress, a model. She was a spokesperson for uh, different causes. Oh, and she also was with Serge Gainsbourg. My French is terrible. But anyway, he was like a really famous activist, writer, and poet and singer. They had a bunch of albums. And then she had a bag named after her from Hermes. What, the Birkin bag? Is that you what know that it. It's like a really? Spanish Is that right? Yeah, it's a Birkin bag. Wow. I won't lie. If I could have that bag, I would. Really? Yeah. It's a really nice bag. Um, I wouldn't do the fancy leathers that are scary, mm. like crocodile and all that, because I'm against that. But like the mm. regular leather ones, I would do it. Or even the cloth ones. They have cloth ones. I would do that too. Uh, those bags uh, alone for the cheapest one, you're looking at five grand. Yikes. The Yikes. most expensive, I think, was like a million dollars. Wow. I use my Birkin Bags are called pockets. One on left side, one on right side. That's my oh. Carry my money, no jewelry, change. Okay. Losing uh, betting tickets from the track and all of that. So those are my Birkin bags. Actually, four of them. One <laughs> Birkin bag carries my wallet. <laughs> so those are my Birkin bags. Okay. <laughs> okay. Let's move on to birthdays. Today is Fitz's birthday. Fitz from Fitz and the Tantrums. Okay. He had that song. They had a song called Money Maker, Money Grabber. Producer, look it up. It's Money Grabber. So look that up. I think it's Money Grabber. It's called Money Grabber. Money Grabber. Um, okay. Yeah. And it's by Fitz and the Tantrums. Fitz and the Tantrums. First time we seen him was on Live at Daryl's house, Daryl Hall. At the end, they would sit around and they would eat dinner and they were all, they would talk about music. And Fitz was telling Daryl Hall how. He really loved his music and this and that. Towards the end, when they were talking about Money Grabber, Daryl Hall said, 
you know, it kind of sounds like out of touch. You know, you could read in between the lines there, okay? Fits in a tantrum is great. They had a great singer. They were very good. Good song. And then, let's see, birthdays. Wait a minute. My birthday's next Friday, July 28th, when that Beanie Baby movie comes out. The Beanie Bubble with my girl, Elizabeth Banks. Yikes. Wow. So looking forward to that one. We went to a concert last Sunday at the Displains Theater to see the Cornerstones of Rock and Roll, which was all the Chicago bands from like the 60s. Okay. Crying Shames, Shadows of Night, Jimmy Sons is dead, but they had somebody come out and sing Gloria, which was a great version of it. Let's see, the Buckinghams, and then the backup band, Ides of March, started off with Jim Peterick from Berwyn. Berwyn, he's on, and his band is playing, after they got done singing a couple of songs, they played backup to all the other bands. Like, uh, before the Buckinghams came on, they were backing up the Crying Shames, Shadows of Night, and then... The Ides, of, the Ides of March come on, and he's wearing, Jim Peterick is wearing this big coat. Okay, if you're not familiar with who Jim Peterick is, he's Ides of March, and he also was Survivor, wrote Eye of the Tiger, wrote Hold On Loosely for uh, 38 Special. Just a great songwriter, a great guy. He's 72 years old, and he's standing there, and he's singing Vehicle. Great song. As he's singing, my brother Joe leans over, he goes, I think he's running out of gas. And all of a sudden... He collapses on stage, and it was like, holy moly. So everybody's rushing over to him and everything. Turns out he was he was okay. You know, he went to the hospital, apparently, in the newspaper the next day. He said his blood sugar levels were low, and I think he only had, like, a cup of coffee and something. He didn't have enough to eat and everything, so he got dizzy and uh, fainted. Vehicle, great song. Wow. Can I mention last week the spinners? We went to see the spinners? No. Rubber band man? Okay, but. Let's keep moving along with the concert. Then the Buckinghams came on, and they got to sing at the end. They closed with number one song from 67, kind of a drag. Great for Chicago bands, and that's what it was. Let's call them garage bands. It was very good. It was worth worth the price of admission, and they were just really good. God, let's see, producer. Let's say 1969 when I move into uh, West Pullman. The house, literally kitty corner from her there, there was this blonde-haired girl named Alice Mack, okay? I had a crush on her. I guess you could call it that. No, she was one of the nice, one of the first people to, like, say hi to us when we moved in. They had a really nice house. It was a corner house on 123rd and Normal. Her dad, I believe, was a uh, construction guy, so he had, you know, he had a really nice house. It's one of the houses where, in the front room, We'd look in. It was like a museum piece. And back then, they would all put plastic on their furniture, plastic, you know, on the covers, like old people. Well, I didn't even old people, but people used to do that all the time. And I don't think they ever let anybody in there. Producer, you ever be in one of those houses where they have plastic on the furniture? I mean, I've seen it in movies, and I don't think any of my immediate relatives, but I recall a family member, not within the immediate, a great aunt or something, had plastic around the furniture in one room. And I just remember being like, I don't understand. And I do remember sitting down, and I had long shorts on, and I just remember mm. being stuck to the furniture and just right, thinking, exactly, it hurt exactly. so bad. Yeah. Why is this happening? Yeah, you, you didn't want to go there in the summertime because they didn't have air conditioning. So you'd sit down and it'd be all sticky and sweaty, but they weren't allowed to go in there ever. It looked like never. You know, they were really nice people. So we play out in front of their lawn. We play like tackle football in the snow on their lawn. I think she's told us one time that 
nobody, her and her, I think she had a sister, weren't allowed to go in there. So you know, I, I don't remember when they moved out. They moved out almost, God, just about a year after we moved in. They were gone, I think, because I don't ever remember seeing her after like eighth grade. She was in eighth, I think she was in eighth grade. And then um, I was in seventh when we moved in, 69. But yeah, so this goes with a song that they don't even play it on Cirrus, okay? I've never heard it once, played on Cirrus. Maybe they have, but not when I'm listening. Follow-up song to I Wonder What She's Doing Tonight by Boyce and Hart. And it's called Alice Long, and it actually sounds like I wonder what she's doing tonight, but it's Alice Long, and it's a great song, and here's a little bit of it. Mac will go to uh, 19, I think 1969. Producer, pull this song up called Dynamite Woman by Sir Douglas Quintet. What year was that? 68 or 69? I think 69. Um, 1969. Disc Cogs. It's 1969. Okay, good. All right. So it's 1969, and it's the follow up record to Mendocino, one of my all time favorite songs. Sir Douglas Quintet. Again, I know I've mentioned this, but every time Doug Sound would come in with the Texas Tornadoes with uh, Freddie Fender, Flacco, and some other guy, I can't think of it, they would always come in and I would always say, I got to go see him. And then Doug Sound passed away. Dynamite Woman. And I'm only bringing this up because I've got these songs on my um, iPad and they never play these songs on Cirrus. That would be a 60s station, but same with Alice Long. I've never heard it. Maybe that's why I never heard a producer, because I'm listening to 70s station. <laughs> so I'm going to have to switch to the 60s, but that's my whining and complaining that they don't play those songs, but I have them. Still have the 45s. I remember buying them. And I think Alice Long was 1968. Let's see. Okay. So next Friday is my birthday. And as a reminder, 1976, July 28th, was my 19th birthday. That's when it was legal to drink in Illinois. So I go to Jacko's Disco with my brothers. And I know I mentioned this, but very first song I hear when we walk in is You'll Never Find Another Love Like Mine by the great Lou Rawls. What a great song. Then they play Heaven Must Be Missing an Angel by Tavares. Then that was the only other good thing that night, really great thing, was it was Yago Sangria night. So it was 25 cents a glass. And I was drinking, you know, probably peeing Yago Sangria for two weeks after that. Like when Pam and I went to Italy and we were drinking Aperol Spritz for a week, I was, you know, peeing Aperol Spritz, if that's possible. I think it was Yago Sangria.
Yeah, my birthday. And then now the 19th was my old working buddy, Judy. I don't know how old she is now. My God, I picture her looking like Baby Jane Hudson from whatever happened to Baby Jane by now. Okay. She listens to this. I'm sorry, Judy, but it's probably true. And then tomorrow, July 22nd, is my old former boss, Andrea's birthday, who once said to me, she stood over me and we were writing a collection letter. We couldn't think of a word or something. So I turned around, I looked at her, I said, Andrea, for God's sakes, you went to the Ohio State University. You can't come up with one word. So she leans over. I don't even think she whispered in my ear. She just said, when you find that word, you know where to put it. <laughs> and then walked away. And I never did find that word. But tomorrow's her birthday. She was a, a, a nice person so and a good boss. But that's it. For this week, hopefully everybody enjoyed Tristan last week. That was a good conversation. It wasn't boring. It was really good. I enjoyed it. So we'll have part two on, uh, maybe in a couple of weeks we'll put part two on because that was just part of our conversation. So we might run it in a couple of weeks, but I'm going to sign off. And don't forget the Beanie Bubble comes out on my birthday, July 28th. Producer, have I mentioned yet what day my birthday is? Yes, July 28th. You reading that off a card? No. Oh, okay. I, I, when we were talking about what we we're going to talk about today, I told you I knew when your birthday was July that, 28th. All right. Keep that in your mental Rolodex. Cause it is. Okay. I even have it on my phone so I can text you with right. like confetti and balloons. Look at you, confetti and balloons. All right. That's, that's it for now. I am signing off. Okay. Checkmate King 2. Hold on. Wait. 3, 2, 1. Over and out. Checkmate King 2 to White Rook over. Instagram, which is at Mary B's fifth son, M A R Y B S number five, T H S O N. Okay, any comments or suggestions, good or bad, send them to our email, which is Mary B S five S O N at gmail.com. So that would be M A R Y B S the number five, S-O-N, at gmail.com. To my mom, again, who always said two things will make a day go by better. Coffee and a smile. If you put those two together, you're going to have a good day. Thanks again for joining us with Coffee Break with Mary B's Fifth Son. Join us next week. Thanks for joining us. I'm your host, Jeff Balser. The intro was by Yvonne Two Elements. Thank you. Uh, production by Downtown Media Works. Join us every Sunday morning for Coffee Break with Mary B's Fifth Son. And you can like and subscribe us on Apple Podcasts. And you can also find our website on Buzzsprout. Ah!